Cosplay Dude 637 presents Cosplay Family 637 Nostalgia Storytime Star Trek Ongoing Mission. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nostalgia Time. As you may have noticed, the name of the channel has changed. That is just because making it simpler for everybody to say Nostalgia Time is just easier. So, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Today, I'm doing a nostalgia of an old show that I truly enjoyed. I grew up watching it. That would be Star Trek. Now, my version of Star Trek takes place after the events of Star Trek Picard. So, you join the crew of the USS Nova. This is being done as a three Ranger Bro production, meaning that all three of us Ranger Bros, myself, Ty, and Mark, are voicing all the characters. So, if the voices sound a little familiar, or the same, now you know why. Let's get into this. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Nova. Its ongoing mission? To explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no crew has gone before. Chapter 1. The Call to Duty Captain Daniel Daystorm stood on the bridge of the USS Nova, his eyes fixed firmly on the viewscreen as the ship hurtled through space at warp 9.9. He was a tall, broad-shouldered man with a rugged, handsome face and a gaze that could pierce through steel. Report, he said, his voice commanding and authoritative. Captain, we are on a course for our next destination replied Ensign Carlos Ramirez, the ship's navigator. ETA is three hours and 42 minutes. Good work, Ensign, Daystorm said, nodding his approval. Lieutenant Bailey, any new discoveries in this sector? Lieutenant Peter Bailey, the ship's science officer, turned from his console and faced the captain. We've detected a subspace anomaly ahead, Captain. It's unlike anything we've seen before. Daystorm raised an eyebrow. Anything that could pose a threat to the ship? 
Bailey shook his head. Difficult to say, sir. We don't have enough data, but I suggest we proceed with caution. Agreed, Daystorm said. Lieutenant Vex, prepare the ship's weapons just in case. Lieutenant Commander Vex, the technical officer, nodded and began barking orders to his team. The hum of the ship's phasers array and photon torpedoes filled the bridge as they powered up. Captain, incoming transmission from Starfleet Command, said Lieutenant Samantha Lee, the communications officer. Daystorm nodded for her to put it through. This is Captain Daystorm of USS Nova. Go ahead, Command. Captain, we've received a distress signal from a nearby planet, said Admiral Janeway, the commanding officer of Starfleet. You are to head to the planet immediately and render assistance. Daystorm frowned. They were already headed to their next assignment, and this would mean a significant detour, but he knew that their duty was to help those in need. Understood, Command, he said. We'll head to the planet immediately. Nova out. Ensign Ramirez, adjust course to the planet. Coordinates, he ordered. Lieutenant Johnson, prepare any away team. We don't know what we're walking into, so bring extra equipment. Aye, sir, Johnson replied, his voice echoing through the ship's intercom. Daystorm settled back into his chair, his mind racing with possibilities. There was no telling what they would find on the planet, but he was determined to do what it took to help. The crew of the USS Nova was ready for anything. Captain, incoming message. Did you hear that? Yeah, what was that? That was a tiger's roar, my dear Eric, and I believe that means that soon we will have a new episode of Tiger Tales on YouTube. If you like Power Rangers, Ben 10, Doctor Who, Pokemon, Walking Dead, Tiger Tales is a place for you on YouTube. Ty Tiger, my Parabatai, goes out and tells stories that he has written. They are amazing and they must be listened to, my friends. Trust me when I tell you, you will not be sorry. So, you want me to go listen to Tiger Tales on YouTube, right? That's correct, Eric. You and everybody else, go check out Tiger Tales on YouTube. Captain, we are being hailed. The away team consisting of Captain Daystorm, Commander Welsh, Lieutenant Johnson, Lieutenant Bailey, and Ensign Marie Bailey and Ensign David Kim materialize on the surface of the planet. The team was greeted by a barren wasteland, with ash and smoke filling the air and, and the ground scorching hot beneath their feet. Scan the area, Lieutenant Bailey, Captain Daystorm ordered, looking around the desolate landscape. Lieutenant Bailey pulled out his tricorder and began scanning the area. Captain, there's a city about a kilometer east of our location. It's heavily damaged, but there are life signs. Let's move out. Daystorm said, gesturing for the team to follow him. As they approached the city, they could see that it had been devastated by some kind of explosion. Buildings were in ruins, fires still burning, and debris littered the streets. The team moved cautiously, weapons at the ready, as they searched for survivors. Over here, Lieutenant Johnson said, pointing to a group of people huddled together in the corner of a ruined building. They look injured. The team rushed over to the group. They need immediate medical attention, Daystorm said, gesturing for the team to teleport the survivors back to the ship. As they moved the injured to the ship, they could see that the destruction was was widespread. It was clear that 
this was no accident. Someone had directly attacked this planet. Back on the bridge of the USS Nova, Captain Daystorm called for a meeting with his senior officers. We need to find out what did this, he said, his voice grim. Lieutenant Vex, scan for any signs of weapons or ships in this area. Vex began running scans, and after a few minutes, he spoke up. Captain, I'm detecting a cloaked vessel in our area. It's heavily armed. Can we get a lock on it? Daystorm asked. Lieutenant Samantha Lee shook her head. Not with the cloaking device. We'll have to find another way to detect it. We'll need to warn the planet and evacuate any remaining survivors, Commander Welsh said. We don't know when they'll strike again. Daystorm nodded. Agreed, Lieutenant Lee. Try to establish contact with any remaining officials on the planet. Let them know we're here to help. As the crew worked to save the planet and uncover the identity of the attackers, they knew that they were in for a dangerous and challenging mission, but they were Starfleet officers and they were ready for whatever lied ahead. Captain, incoming message. Have you been teleported to the past? Or de-aged to look like a kid again? Or have you delivered a message to some strange woman who asks questions all the time? And are you stuck? Well, cool. TARDIS Taxis. The taxi service that don't get you where you want to go, but where you need to go. To book TARDIS Taxis, simply call the number in last week's paper. Bookings are six months in advance. We cannot rearrange your booking, as it may rip a hole in the space-time continuum. Refunds are at the discretion of the Time Lords. Call TARDIS Taxis, and we will get you home one day. Captain, we are being hailed. With determination and dedication, the crew of the USS Nova worked tirelessly to help the planet's survivors. They set up emergency medical facilities, provided food and water, and assisted with the evacuation efforts. While the team on the ground provided aid, the crew on the ship continued to search for a way to detect the cloaked vessel. Lieutenant Bailey approached Captain Daystorm with a suggestion. Captain, we may be able to modify our sensors to detect the cloaked vessel's subspace emissions. It won't give us an exact location, but it could help us narrow down their position. Excellent, Lieutenant. Make the modifications and keep me updated, Daystorm ordered. While Bailey worked on the sensor modifications, Lieutenant Lee managed to establish contact with the remaining planetary officials. They were grateful for the assistance and shared what little information they had on the attack. The enemy had struck without warning and their identity remained a mystery. As the modified sensors came online, the crew successfully detected the subspace emissions of the cloaked vessel. Though it wasn't an exact location, it was enough for Captain Daystorm to devise a plan. Commander Welsh, prepare a spread of photon torpedoes, Daystorm instructed. We'll fire them in a pattern around the emission location of the cloaked ship. The proximity distortions should force them to reveal themselves. Aye, Captain, Commander Welsh replied. With the photon torpedoes prepared, Captain Daystorm ordered the attack. Fire at will! The torpedoes streaked through space, detonating in a precise pattern around the suspected location of the enemy ship. As the final torpedo exploded, the, the cloaking device failed and the vessel was revealed. The enemy ship, recognizing that it had been discovered, began to flee. Captain Daystorm gave chase, determined to uncover the identity of the attack and bring them to justice. Ensign Ramirez, plot an intercept course. Ensign Marie Bailey, engage warp factor four. Ensign Marie Baisley, the helmsman, nodded.
Lieutenant Vex, prepare to disable their engines, Daystorm commanded. As the USS Neva closed in on the enemy vessel, Vex fired a carefully armed phaser strike. Disabling the enemy's engine, with their opponent immobilized, Captain Daystorm held the enemy's ship, demanding their surrender. This is Captain Daniel Daystorm of the USS Navy. Your ship has been disabled. We demand your immediate surrender. The enemy ship reluctantly agreed, and the crew of the USS Nova boarded the vessel to take the attackers into custody. The attackers were revealed to be renegade Klingons, attacking without the knowledge or consent of the Klingon Empire. With the attackers apprehended and the survivors of the planet safe, the crew of the USS Nova completed their mission and had once again demonstrated their dedication to the principles of the United Federation of Planets to protect and provide aid to those in need and to uphold justice throughout the galaxy. This podcast is a production of the Three Ranger Bros Studios in association with Zio to Hero the Podcast. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed that story. Just a reminder that all my fan fictions are just that, fan fictions, and do not mean to infringe on any copyright from the mainstream continuity that it's from. Now, I'd like to take the time to thank my supporters from the Zero to Hero Network. Jim and Billy, the bulk and skull of podcasting over on the main podcast, Zero to Hero. Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger on Nerds Through Comics. My Parabatai and dare friend, Ty Tiger of Tiger Tales on YouTube. Jacob, aka the Iron Avenger 52 on TikTok and YouTube. Clayton with Neon Lights on YouTube. Ben, the Baker Ranger. Sam, aka XX Rebel Ranger XX, TN underscore Ranger, and our good friend Tony. I would also like to thank a few friends of the Z2H network Casey from Mighty Morphin Conspiracy Theories, Justin, aka A Crown, Johnson of Western Strike, Rob, aka Lightning Collector 2021, James, better known as Beauty underscore Baba Yaga, Justin the Green Spartan Ranger, JP the creator of Power Rangers Digital Beast, and Michael and Nathan of The Power Trip. Everyone I just named has been a huge supporter to me and my podcast, and if you can, go give them a follow. It would mean the world to me. Thanks a lot. Until next time, guys. Later days. Make it so, number one.